Hi, I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we want to tell you about Calm the F*** Down, a guided meditation series from the Oversharing Podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. It's our most requested segment from the podcast. And these meditations are going to be between five and 10 minutes. They're going to be super quick because we don't have a lot of time. You're going to be so surprised how five to 10 minutes of really thoughtful meditations can transform your whole life. In addition to the first four meditations available at launch, we'll be doing two new meditations every single month. Plus, for the fans of Oversharing Podcast out there, you'll also get ad-free versions of every episode of the Oversharing Podcast. So if somebody wants to become a subscriber, how do they join? It's so easy. You just go to subscribe.betches.com and sign up now for only $4.99 a month. Or you can lock in our discounted rate if you sign up for the whole year. That's subscribe.betches.com. Or if you're in the Apple Podcasts app, you can just hit the subscribe button now and sign up in the app. It's as easy as that. Hello, welcome back to the King of Hearts podcast by me, Kiara King. <laughs> um, welcome back. I hope you're okay. I'm okay too. I'm actually doing fine in, in London, just chilling. And today we have a very special episode. This is an episode that has been very highly requested just because it seems that a lot of you are in a long distance relationship. So obviously if you know me or if you don't know me, I am in a long distance relationship. And I'm actually quite used to being in a long distance relationship. I've been in three long distance relationships. Maybe I'm slightly addicted to long distance relationships. We won't go there, but I love a long distance relationship. And I just wanna go through how do I deal with being in a long distance relationship? You could be in a long distance relationship. You could be thinking about being in a long distance relationship. And long distance means a lot of things. You could be living in different cities, you could be living in different countries, or you can be living on different continents. I've had all three. So let me tell you, because I feel like I'm the queen of long distance and I know what it takes to be in a long distance relationship and I know what a successful long distance relationship is and when a long distance relationship is gonna go into the drain, I also know when it's the end, okay? and when you should and shouldn't go in a long distance relationship. I'm also gonna be telling you the truth about being in a long distance relationship, the hard truth about being in a long distance relationship because I feel like we glamorize long distance on social media, like everyone picking up their boyfriends and girlfriends from the airport and going traveling together and all being like amazing. It's not all like that. Let me tell you right now, especially when it was during COVID, that was, was a shit show to be honest. So let's get right into it. If you love me, let me fly away. Maybe I'll come back to you. Maybe I won't. So number one, and this is probably the most important one for me and the most important one for you. Stay busy. That is a must. If you're not a busy person, you don't have a very busy lifestyle, forget about it. Walk out the door right now. There's no point. Because you will be thinking constantly that you're in a long distance relationship and you'll just be constantly missing that person. And what is the point? You're just gonna be depressed all the time, sat in bed, worrying about them, see, dreaming about them, thinking about them all day. No, honey, stay busy. 
me, I honestly forget half the time that I'm in a long distance relationship because I'm so busy. Like I've got a busy schedule. I'm traveling a lot for work. Like I'm a full-time content creator. So like I'm going on brand trips or I'm going away with family. So I'm literally busy a lot of the time. And when I am in London, because my boyfriend lives in Istanbul, me and my boyfriend are in a long distance relationship and we have been for the last 10 months. And we've been really fine because we're both very busy people. And it's so important that you stay busy. Keep yourself occupied, do your gym classes, go to work, keep your head into your books because you don't want to remember that you're in a long distance relationship because then you're going to suffer and we don't want anyone to suffer here because i'm so busy all the time and my boyfriend's so busy all the time working it actually really works well for us not saying that's gonna stay like that forever but because we're so busy we don't have the time even for each other if we lived in the same city because we're so busy and it's also nice that when we do see each other then we can spend that quality time together because we've dedicated that time for each other so that's also really nice, but just stay busy. Number two, that phone of yours is gonna be half of your relationship. So use it with care and use it wisely and communicate on that phone. When I tell you communication is key, it is crucial, okay? That phone is gonna be carrying you through that relationship when you're not together. So you have to be on that phone and you have to be readily available for that person. Unless you're both very like, oh, I don't mind not speaking to you. But like, if you're in a relationship with someone, you kind of want to hear from them once a day, just saying. That wasn't the case for me in my previous relationship with my ex. He was very avoidant to say the least. And I really struggled being in a long distance relationship with him because he didn't know how to communicate, let alone on the phone. Like if you think communicating in real life is hard, Putting a screen between you makes communicating 10 times harder and you need to be 10 times more patient. So if you're down for that and you're good at communicating and you're good at explaining how you feel, then long distance is for you. However, if you're not even good at communicating in real life, forget about it. Honestly, just forget about being in a long distance relationship, please. Don't put another person in that pain that I went through where I was having to beg my ex to literally reply to my messages, like crying down the phone. I'm not joking. I was crying down the phone and begging him, please text me when you wake up in the morning. And what did I get? No response. So just please, if you're gonna do long distance or if you're in a long distance relationship and you're struggling, maybe it's just because you're not communicating properly. So really explain how you feel like, and you also wanna be in a relationship with, a, with someone who's emotionally mature and who knows when they are wrong. Like when me and my boyfriend argue, and we argue when we're on the phone, it's normal because like in relationships, especially when you're long distance, sometimes communication can be lost because you're on a phone. It's hard to know what someone means over text. It's always better to be on the phone, number one, and FaceTime, number two, because you actually get to see them and hear them. Just FaceTime them. Texting is kind of shit because you never know what that person's really saying and you're going to question what they're saying. And like, Does he mean this? Does he mean that? Does she mean this? Does she mean that? Just get on FaceTime, okay? Stop kidding yourself. Get on the FaceTime and talk and look at each other and look at your facial expressions. When I'm angry at my boyfriend or like he's upset with me, which is really weird because I used to be queen of toxic. Um, if you don't know me from like two years ago, my content was very toxic. And... He'll explain to me like that really hurt me. That made me feel in this way. And I've never had that before. Someone telling me like, 
what you said made me feel like this. Always speak with how something made you feel. Like this made me feel unworthy. This made me, what you said made me feel insecure. And then you're not attacking them. That could be a way of getting through arguments when you're doing long distance. Just talk and tell them how this made you feel, what they said, how it made you feel. The way that you spoke to me or the way that you said this about that girl made me feel unworthy and it made me feel insecure and I'd really appreciate if you didn't say that again. Simple. You don't have to scream and shout. The other thing is the difficulty of, of being in a long distance relationship, and this is the truth, is that if you are arguing and you're in a long distance relationship, you can't just see each other to like fix the problem. The toxic thing that can be in a long distance relationship is you can block each other. You can mute each other. Another thing I used to do, which was really toxic, and I really hope you don't take this advice, is I used to delete my WhatsApp profile picture and go on airplane mode to make it look like I had blocked them. That's pretty toxic. And I, if you're toxic as well, you know what I'm talking about. Don't try this at home. But I used to do that when I was in my previous toxic relationship and it was long distance. I used to just delete my WhatsApp profile picture and just like turn my phone on airplane mode to get one at him, like to like annoy him. Don't do that. Maybe I just gave you the worst tip ever. But just don't use that, okay? Please don't. But yeah, communication is key, okay? If you want it to run smoothly. If you're not a good communicator, you're doomed. You're actually doomed. But let's have a little bit of hope here. We're just gonna take a pause there and we'll be back after this break. Do you wanna know the best way to learn a language? I speak five and the best way to learn those languages is actually living in the place where you can learn the language, like in Spain, Italy, France, live there and you'll learn it just by being immersed in it. However, if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way and that's with Babbel. Babbel has super convenient courses which help you learn real life conversation skills, not just like in a classroom with the teacher telling you, hello, how are you? They're going to give you real life skills, how to order food, ask for directions, speak to like in the market when you're shopping without having to consult language apps and going online, which is kind of time consuming. You can actually learn through Babbel with their courses on actually how to conveniently speak to people day to day, which is what we need anyway. That's actually what we learn a language for, to speak to people on a day-to-day -day basis. The lessons are actually super quick, like 10 minutes. It's not going to take all your time. And you can learn 200 languages, okay? That's a lot of languages to learn. I know five and clearly I don't know enough. The good thing about Babbel, it's actually designed by real people for real conversations, not those, I would like some cheese. I don't think it's very useful knowing what cheese means. I would like to know how do I get to the shops or how do I get to the discotheque? I want to know how to get to the club. Babbel can help you to have those real life conversations. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com heart. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com heart, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash heart. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hi. Hey. And, and hello. hello. I'm Ryan Christina. And I'm Paloma. Along with our co-host, Sierra Schulte, who was on maternity leave, we are 20 Whatever, a podcast about navigating your 20s with friends through different phases of life. Join us every Wednesday morning, 6 a.m. PST, for comfy chats on the couch, where we hope you leave feeling seen, heard, and held. You can watch on YouTube or listen wherever you get podcasts. Make sure to tune in on Wednesdays for all new 20 Whatever episodes. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. 
Okay, this one's super important. When you are in a long distance relationship, or if you're thinking about getting into a long distance relationship, one of you is going to have to sacrifice your lifestyle for the other person. That is just a given. One day, one of you is gonna have to move countries, move cities, you're gonna have to decide who that is. If you actually see this relationship having a future, this is something you have to think about. And this is a truth about being in a long distance relationship. You need to think about the future. You can't do long distance forever. It's not, it's not feasible. It's not how you build a proper relationship with someone that with the future. If you're gonna have kids with that person, you can't do long distance forever. So one of you is gonna have to move and one of you is gonna have to change your lifestyle, whether that's you, whether that's your boyfriend or girlfriend, who knows? That's for you to decide, not for me to decide. For example, in my relationship, if obviously like we've only been dating for like nine, 10 months now and we're fine. But in the future, we know that one of us is gonna have to move for the other person. It's not gonna be me, it's gonna be him. <laughs> I was like, if you're, if anyone's moving here, it's not me because my work's here and he, he can work anywhere. So for him, it's like, it's fine. He can move to London. So we've had that discussion. I think it's really important you have that discussion with your other person, but you need to think about it. If this is serious and this is a serious relationship and you're doing long distance, this needs to be a talk that you need to have. One of you is gonna have to move one day. So you have to really think about how you're gonna do that, who's gonna do that. It could be that, and this is kind of sad, but maybe neither of you are gonna wanna move because you, really like the lifestyle that you have and you have your friends and family where you live and you're not gonna wanna move. And then you're gonna find out that maybe your boyfriend or girlfriend also doesn't wanna move. And this is a big problem, but it's better that you find that out now than find that out three years down the line when you're actually wanting to get married and have kids and whatever you wanna do. I definitely recommend you have that discussion. It's kind of difficult or it might be really actually positive. For me, I love traveling. I love spending time in Turkey. I'm there like once a month and he's in London like once a month. So we see each other like two, three times a month, which is unheard of to be honest for long distance. But if you wanna make it work, you can make it work. If you're the kind of person who really maybe wants a lifestyle change, maybe you wanna travel more, maybe you're sick of where you live and you wanna leave, maybe being in a long distance relationship is for you. Maybe this long distance relationship is gonna be the, the relationship that changes your life for the better. Who knows? Another one, which I've personally really struggled with, especially doing long distance in different continents, is time difference. Time difference is a killer of libido. I'm joking. It's a killer of relationships. With my ex, he was living in Canada. I was living in London. There was a five hour time difference. So they were five hours behind. And even a five hours behind time difference was really, really difficult because I'd have my day and then by 3 p.m. he'd wake up and I wouldn't have heard from him all day. And then there's another point where I would be staying up really late until like three in the morning. And that's also not feasible because I have a life and I have things to do in the morning. And if you're staying up till three, four in the morning, talking to like your boyfriend or girlfriend, it's like, it's fun for a bit, but like doing that for two, three years is not fun. You need to, I feel like if you're working on different time zones, I have friends who are doing Dubai and America. That is like 12 hours or like Australia, UK, that's 12 hours. I don't know how many hours that is. I think it's 12 hours. It's a lot of hours. You're basically living day and night differently. And it can affect the relationship because when you wanna to speak to that person, they're sleeping. 
or they're not available or they're busy or, you know, it's it's really hard. And that's just one of the truths of, of it. But if you really love that person enough, you can get through it. But if you can't, like for me, it was so difficult and it was giving me a lot of anxiety not hearing from my, like my ex-boyfriend. It gave me the most anxiety, the time difference because I couldn't stay up too late. I was getting so tired. It was just horrible. And then waking up in the morning, knowing that he's out at night and not hearing from him. And it was just like, oh my God, it was awful. It was awful. It would have been so much easier if we were on the same time difference, but everything happens for a reason. I mean, even now the time difference with me and my boyfriend is like three hours. So he's three hours ahead. Even that sometimes can be a little bit challenging because when I'm, I'm busy all throughout the day and then when I have time off is from like 9, 10 p.m., and for him, it's like 1 a.m. and he wants to sleep. So sometimes we won't speak that much on some days because I'm busy. And then when I am available, he's going to sleep. So it's just something to think about. And those are some of the struggles of being in a long distance relationship is time zone. It's just like working on it and making it work for you both. And maybe suggesting that you make a schedule of like, okay, let's speak in the morning today or let's speak and save like two or one hour to speak to or call in the evening like make it work instead of just going along and you're both in pain not being able to talk to each other because of the time zone just like organize a time where you can speak to each other maybe that will work the next thing if you want to keep your long distance relationship alive do little things like sending them a letter sending them flowers or a gift or something that's just not a text or a facetime because if you're doing that for like months on end it can get a little bit boring. So if you're watching this and you're like, oh, this is like, I'm really frustrated in my long distance relationship. It's kind of very repetitive and very mundane. And all we do is just send each other good morning and good night texts. Like maybe send them a gift or maybe send them a letter or a card. Something that's just like different to your average just to show that you're thinking about them and, and going that extra mile to do something for them. I think it could be really helpful for the relationship to show like I actually am making an effort for this relationship and I'm not just saying good morning good night because it can get like that a bit can get a bit boring you need to spice it up a bit you know have FaceTime dates cook dinner together you know these little things really do make the difference so important like even ordering your girlfriend an uber when she's an, on a night out with her girlfriends and she's like oh i really want to go home and you order her an uber all the way from like america or something it's like those little things that you can do now with technology that show love and show affection and show effort when there's not much you can do when you're in different countries that you could do when you live together think of those little things to kind of make that time when you're away a little bit easier for you too and another thing I will say, this is like positive. The good thing about being in a long distance relationship, which I love and that's why I, I really do like being in a long distance relationship because I can keep my independence and keep my friends. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about, those friends that you have that they get in a relationship and instantly like they've just gone off the face of the earth and you never hear from them again. When you're in a long distance relationship, you don't really have that because you do still have your life. You know, like you have your life with your partner and then you also have your life on your own and with yourself. And in a way, I love that. Like when I'm in London and I'm on my own and I don't have to constantly be with my boyfriend all the time, like my life isn't my boyfriend. And some people it can become that, like you are your relationship. Like you come in like two and a, two peas in a pod. But when you're in a long distance relationship, you actually build that relationship with yourself. And I've really 
being in a long distance relationship have had the time to like work on myself, have my friends, keep my friends, also spend time with family, work more. Like I do have more time for me, which I really like. Some people may not like that, but for me it really works. And also those hellos at the arrivals in the airport are everything. Like distance really does make the heart grow fonder and I I personally feel like being in a long distance relationship keeps that spark alive because every time you see them, it's like, you get those butterflies in your stomach. And then, I don't know, it just keeps that romance alive a bit because you don't see each other often. So then when you do see each other, you really make that effort to show that you love that person and you wanna be with that person. And it's already hard enough not living in the same country. So those romantic gestures are even more romantic when you see each other, it's like, the beginning of a relationship all over again and like you see them at the arrivals they have like a, like a plaque i'm such a hopeless romantic so every time like my boyfriend comes to london i surprise him at the arrivals but now it's not a surprise anymore because he just knows that i'm gonna be there at the arrivals with like a like a banner I, okay i went once with like a banner and balloons to heathrow airport and he had no idea and like i know i feel like surprising a guy at the arrivals is not really like it's usually the guy surprising the girl but like i just love it those kind of things really do keep the relationship alive. And that's what I love about long distance is that, yeah, that quality time when you do see each other is just so special. It's very like honeymoony and it stays like that for like much longer than you would living with someone all the time and like living in the same city because you just see them all the time. And almost when you see each other all the time, you stop making the effort on like going on date nights. You just end up sitting on the sofa and watching Netflix all night. And it's just not, it's just not that nice, is it? just not making enough effort for each other. And the last one, a good thing about being in a long distance relationship, and this is so important, is you actually realize if you like that person or not. And if you actually see a future with this person or not. When you're in long distance, it takes a lot of effort, a lot more effort than being in a relationship with someone in your city. You don't really have to make that much effort. With a long distance relationship, you have to take a flight or you have to take a train and you have to stay over at theirs for a few days. You have to pack a bag and then you have to unpack that bag when you come home. Like, trust me, I've been living in a suitcase since I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend. And like, it takes a lot of effort. And with that effort, you question, do I actually wanna be making this effort for that person? Or I don't really like them that much. So maybe I don't wanna be in this relationship anymore. And it might make you realize that if you actually see a future with this person. So that's another good thing about long distance. It actually makes you realize for the future if you actually really wanna be with this person because long distance requires effort and it requires patience and it requires time and it requires a little bit of sadness when you're not together. But it makes you think, do I really want to be with you or do I not really care that much and I can just move on with my life? Those are a few of the things that I've learned from being in a long distance relationship, the truths of being in a long distance relationship. It's not that pretty, but it also can be really pretty. Those butterflies can continue. I hope that's helped you have some tips on how to deal with being in a long distance relationship. It's not easy, it's not for the faint hearted, but I hope this helped. Yeah, thank you for listening to my voice for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> And I'll see you hopefully next week. Uh, don't forget to subscribe if you're not subscribed already. And uh, like this episode and follow for more. And I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.